as close as you can to a maneuver, a manufactured set of circumstances to boost Biden. Warren's staying in, by the way. All of these things boost one candidate. Yes, Bernie didn't connect with black people. He didn't connect with the older women, older voters. But that being said, one of the reasons that Biden got a groundswell of support was because this race had a lot of different people in it up until the fucking night before. When two of them said, by the way, vote Biden. Vote for Joe. And that got him more momentum. Now, that doesn't mean that Sanders is going to work with young people. Young people didn't show up. He, you know, I think he went a little too hard at Obama. And I think that's why a lot of the African-American Democrats, that's a sizable, you know, group there. It's a sizable, I forget the word, but it's like a sizable part of their coalition. The Democrats have always, you know, I forget the word. Hello. I forget the word. I know everyone on Twitter is like, I'm gay, and I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. It's an interest group within the party. I'm trying to think of the word. You're tuned in to episode... Episode 79 of Geraldo's Edge Game, the premier edging Coomcast podcast, Comcast. If you're listening to this, if you are watching this, you may have already heard that I am dead. Chances are you're listening to this because you heard I was dead. Chances are you're listening to this because there is no other evidence that I'm alive aside from this.
And even this might not be enough. This might not be enough to convince you otherwise. But it should give you hope. Why would I pre-record this? Why would I pre-record so many episodes? That's ridiculous. Why would I put fake timestamps on everything? That's preposterous. Who would go to such lengths to mislead and deceive for the sake of what of whom Now, most people who have been listening and have been watching, this is not for you. You've been deceived once already. And there's no reason for you to fall for the same trick. But this one isn't for you. This is not your trick, you see. That was the death of Geraldo Rivera. not Gabriel. Surely there was some overlap. Surely. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Okay. Today... Is about honoring Gabriel. And not just Gabriel, but Gabriel in real life. And Gabriel on Facebook. Gabriel in the metaverse.
you may have noticed Gabriel was memorialized today, this morning, just an hour ago, Gabriel's page that he's had since 2008, approximately, uh, was memorialized, meaning it is no longer accessible to Gabriel and it is effectively locked with the exception of current friends tributes now as of now November 21st Tuesday 6.53 a.m. Central Time There are no tributes. Okay. Because aside from the ch the memorialization of that Facebook page, nobody knows that Gabriel is dead you see and Gabriel has been somewhat meticulous with what we'll call preparation for this event. We'll call it M-Day, Memorialization Day. Now, we hadn't anticipated what day it exactly would be. He did not know it would be November 21st, 2023. It could have been sooner, it could have been later, and it could have been never, based on Meta's policies. It seemed to have taken multiple attempts to kill Gabriel. Multiple requests. 
multiple emails, multiple document submissions sent to meta moderators. You see. And as far as Meta is aware, Gabriel has been deceased since October 17th, 2023. Yet it took them a little over a month to begin the grieving process in the metaverse. Now, no one will know there was a delay. In fact, no one will know when he died, except for Meta. And as far as anyone else is concerned, he died today, November 21st, 2023. Nobody who is friends with Gabriel on Facebook has spoken to Gabriel since October October of this year 2023 was one contact with one friend. And so that's the only, that is the only breadcrumb that seems to be the one loose end That seems almost intentional, but admittedly was not. But it is a loose end that is easily tied up. You see, Gabriel, um, he changed his number, his cell phone number that he's had since also 
2008, 2007, approximately. The same phone number that anyone he's ever met has received. And has never changed. And that number has been recycled. You see. And only this October contact has Gabriel's latest number leading up to his death. So it may be interesting to see how that plays out. But Gabriel won't see how it plays out. At least not for a long time. Now, the only other connection and this is a more intentional breadcrumb left behind is that one Facebook friend is explicitly made aware of this podcast. And it was only mentioned over a year ago. And Gabriel was not sure, was not made aware if this person ever listened to it or looked it up or searched for it. So again, not sure how likely this breadcrumb uh, may be to exist. Another interesting variable to consider and watch play out. Now again, the listener listening to this right now This was recorded uh, November 21st, 2023. And if you're just listening, I'm doing air quotes, okay? To make it confusing. 
Now, theoretically, if Gabriel were here, he would be uh, very, very uh, excited. He would be giddy, almost. Because he's been anticipating uh, this event, we'll call it, for quite some time. And he has mentally prepared and envisioned uh, and daydreamed. And he's run many scenarios of what may happen. And you see when Gabriel's legacy contact, Pookie, opened the notification email that he had been named Gabriel's legacy contact. Pookie was also ecstatic. Now, Pookie has full access to Gabriel's account as a legacy contact. And if you don't know, this is something you can do with your Facebook account, any Facebook account. You can choose what happens to your account when you die. Okay? And your, your two main options, really there are three. But there's two on paper that you can actively change and commit to. Uh, one of them being your account gets deleted forever, at least from the public eye, and presumably saved on a server somewhere forever. but out of sight. Your alternative is some form of memorialization, which is what Gabriel opted for, in which your page is frozen, right? But the only changes that can be made are I believe the profile picture and the cover photo and people may write tributes on the wall, which is from Pookie's understanding, a separate section from 
your wall posts or your regular posts from when you were uh, alive. It, it is a completely separate section of your profile, the tributes. The tributes is completely posthumous and it's, it's separate from your life in, in a way. And a legacy contact, unfortunately, does not get access to your messages, right? It cannot see the kinds of weird things you've been sending people. It cannot see the poke wars. But what it can do... And Pookie has not seen what these look like yet. But the legacy contact can download all available information from your account. All metadata collected from your account over the years. Things you liked, things you don't like, your personality. I don't know. I actually don't. There's probably a lot more than anyone is fully aware of. Your third option is is neither of those. You choose to not say. It's inaction is your third choice. In which case it is presumed that if someone had your passwords and account login information then they become your legacy contact And if they don't have that information and have no way of accessing your account, uh, they can request to have your account deleted. Now, what is necessary to have your account deleted or memorialized is some proof of 
death, as you might imagine. And at this time, uh, what is considered acceptable documentation or evidence uh, includes a death certificate, which one would argue is probably the most uh, primary piece of evidence you can supply. Uh, you can also submit an obituary. Right? Now... An obituary, if you, if you don't know, can uh, be printed in a newspaper if you're, you know, 60 years old. Um, but a lot of times it is also uh, posted on the uh, funeral home website of your choosing. Right? And it doesn't actually have to be on a website for Facebook's purposes. You simply need a screenshot of an obituary. Now, I don't know how intricate or, or believable it would have to be, but if you've ever taken a look at a funeral home or funeral service website, I, I, I would argue um, I, you, you would probably not see anything too intricate, too advanced, too... Um, aesthetically involved you know it's it's a very straightforward web interface most of these sites uh, very much a plain text on plain background maybe a little shadow Maybe a little outline here and there, some some italics, but but generally, what I'm getting at is that it's very easy to reproduce an obituary that you may see on a real funeral home website. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? Oh, sorry. The third option, which is my favorite, uh, is you can submit a... What, uh, what is it called? Like a... Is it a card? A tribute card? And a memorial card. 
the brochure, the card, the trading card of the deceased that they give out if you if you attend. If you attend the, the funeral or the viewing, they give you a trading card with the with the, their best picture. With the best picture of the deceased. And a lot of times they include um, some kind of background or image that your loved ones have decided is representative of your life, of your aesthetic, of your personality. For example, Gabriel's grandmother was uh, a gambling addict and a really mean, miserable woman. And so on her memorial collecting card, they put a picture of her looking uh, with a fake smile and it's faded into the background of uh, a sea of slot machines at a casino right and that is how she will be remembered and that is how she is remembered thanks to the trading card And all that needs to say is uh, a name and something inspiring maybe it's something you actually said but chances are uh, they didn't chances are they didn't say that but they're gonna put words in your mouth and they're gonna slap uh, 
some personality traits that you didn't have. They're going to be nice, though, or at least somewhat redeeming, right? But that's all Facebook needs. That's all the meta moderator needs from you, from the loved one. Okay. Screenshot. Trading card. Death certificate. Now, which do you think... Which do you think was submitted for Gabriel? I think you'd be surprised. It was a death certificate. A death certificate was made. Okay. And it was printed out. Okay. At Office Depot. Mm-hmm. And then scanned at the same Office Depot to give it that, you know, that kind of grainy look. Authentic. Okay, and you take that scan and and you, you turn it into a PDF and then, then you just go on Facebook and you say, hey, um, I need to report something on this profile. Okay, it says uh, I want to memorialize this page and they say, okay. We just need four things from you. They say, one, we need the name of the person who died. Okay. And their Facebook page. What, what's their Facebook name? One. Two, what day did they die? In this case, October 17th, 2023. And then three... Hmm, what was three? Oh, three is the proof of death. So, as we already said, uh, a PDF file of a scan of the death certificate. Uh, in this case, uh, the, the death certificate template was uh, from the Philippines. And this is a, a subtle reference to uh, Gabriel's uh, Filipino heritage you see on his mother's side and it's it's not entirely unlikely that he'd be in the Philippines but uh, there was no indication that he was going or would be there for any particular reason but it's not completely preposterous And, if you can imagine, mm, the Filipino official death certificate uh, is not very... It does not beg for a lot of detail. Assuming it's a, a, a pen and paper system. 
as of 2023. See, we opted for the most intricate route instead of taking the simpler obituary or trading card verification. I just, it seemed it would be necessary just so there's less doubt. You know, when someone wants to deceive, they try to include as much detail as possible. And the fourth thing is uh, your email address. Not, not the deceased email address, but the email address of the person reporting the death and requesting the memorialization. Their email address. And the one step that wasn't actually explicitly mentioned anywhere was that you personally need a Facebook account in order to start this process. You need to be logged into your own Facebook account to memorialize someone else's. Now here's how it might here how it might play out. In Gabriel's case, okay. Like as as previously stated, it wasn't it did not go through for a month. Okay. His death was not approved for a month. But during that time, you see, nobody was reporting. No one was writing things on, on Gabriel's wall, as you might expect when someone dies. You expect to see at least a RIP or a fly high or can't believe it or um, just heard or maybe just one emoji, maybe a few emojis. 
no context so that you know other people who still use facebook can look and be confused and say what's happening what's going on what's wrong um and then they reach out to someone who may or may not know, or they reach out to the person who wrote on the wall, or they uh, comment on the vague wall post. Who knows? Okay, but there's a chain reaction as soon as the first one hits. And I think that is usually a good indicator that someone has died at least in terms of having some kind of supporting evidence for for uh, facebook for meta um, but in this case um it seemed my submission or request lacked that that support or that indicator and perhaps delayed the process but in in, in the event that you would like to be memorialized or memorialize someone else just make sure that someone has started um, the process of of getting the getting that those wheels turning so to speak that chain of command of uh, of people saying did you hear did you hear did you look you can see it it's on Facebook it's real because it's <laughs> it's on Facebook did you see and so interestingly enough this is a very unique instance because instead of the catalyst being really a person, the catalyst is Facebook itself. Whereas typically some, it's someone, some other user starts that process. In this case, Facebook itself is patient zero, so to speak of spreading the virus of Gabriel's memorialization. So, who do you, who do you turn to? Okay. Now, this is interesting because I don't think there is a notification sent out. there isn't a notification sent out when someone's page is just memorialized. It's the notification people see or see in their feed is a post. But I've never seen so-and-so has been memorialized. So-and-so has died. You know, nothing like that. And so what needs to happen, theoretically is that someone needs to just, in some off chance, uh, go to your page, right? Because they were either thinking of you or whatever. They wanted to make fun of your picture. They wanted to jerk off to you, whatever. Whatever reason, people still use Facebook. You know, Gabriel used it to check up on other people who had died. He used it to check on people's Facebook pages who were controlled by... Uh, their grieving mothers. Okay, he went to check the pages of of people he went to high school with who died over ten years ago, 
and their mom still checks it every day and responds to every single comment and post that their old friends still like to share on a regular basis. And I don't care how you feel about whether that's good or not for the grieving process because it's, uh, man, is it entertaining. Man, is it, man, does it hurt so good to read because it's so real, it's so raw, and it's so sad, it's so disgusting. It really is awful. It is an, it is an awful thing to see and to let someone go through. To look at a Facebook page for 10 years and probably for the rest of their life. For us, for however long this mom lives, she is going to be controlling her son's Facebook page who died when he was 17. What the fuck? Let the woman rest. Let the boy rest. It's not supposed to... You know? Now... So, we'll see. We'll see who checks up on Gabriel casually. And is confused when they see remembering on the header. It says, remembering Gabriel. And it says, leave a tribute. It says, say something nice. It says, Facebook says, hey, can you leave something nice here? Leave a virtual flower. Sign the virtual guest book. And so whatever schmuck does that will, whether or not they know me well, whether or not they actually know Gabriel that well at all, they will incidentally become the point of contact for anyone else who finds out about Gabriel's demise on Facebook because they'll all want to know what happened and chances are the person who wrote on the page first clearly knows something that no one else knows. And so in an ideal world, it will be someone who perhaps I've never even met. It would be someone I've never even talked to, but maybe we have mutual friends. Maybe we just went to high school together but never talked. We just knew of each other, you know? Maybe someone from Boy Scouts in third grade. Maybe someone who also is named Gabriel that I just went and added a bunch of people with the same first and last name as me when I was bored in that, like eighth grade. Who knows? 
but that would be great. Because if it's someone I do know, someone who knows me, it'll still be confusing. It'll still be concerning. And, but just not the same type of chaos or disorientation that you could have from a complete stranger being, I guess, patient one, Facebook being patient zero. So we'll see. Now, Gabriel's really excited for this, and Gabriel's only regret, he thinks, me thinks, is that uh, he couldn't wait longer to do it. Because based on the current trajectory of of Facebook and Meta as a whole, uh, it's technology and development, they have seemed to really push the envelope and and really advance the current um, the current capabilities of of creating photorealistic models of people in the metaverse uh, for the purpose of creating you know realistic avatars having meetings whatever whatever purpose he really intends for it or tells people he wants to do with it uh, but you can see a good example of it uh, I recently watched an uh, interview with Lex Friedman and Mark Zuckerberg and they are demonstrating um, this developing technology uh, and by having, by shooting the podcast in, you know, this virtual environment using full body scans and models. Uh, and the key feature here being that it's measured with uh, an incredible number of facial expressions from the user themselves. So it's not a novel idea. It's just that it hasn't been applied uh, in mass, you know, it's not, not every person has this hyper-realistic model of themselves and, uh, on Facebook, but it is foreseen or at least desired by Mark Zuckerberg himself to eventually have this be a mainstream product and implemented by, you know, across the meta verse uh, all platforms that everyone could scan themselves uh, not just their image but their mannerisms their gestures their movements and um, essentially create a, a sort of hologram of oneself but more than just a hologram it's truly just a you um and you know the obvious 
step, the, the obvious direction I'm going with this is that that would become part of your memorialized entity. And th- again, this is not a new concept. This has been explored in many science fiction works. You know, this idea of of saving the the person of saving the body of, of preserving it with the technology so that it may live on and serve whoever's left you know whoever your loved ones now it's it's one thing to have your mom control your Facebook page for the rest of her life once you die. It's another thing to let her be able to see and interact and potentially even talk to um, an AI model trained with her son's messages, voice messages, his movements, his facial expressions. It's him, you know? And maybe not in our lifetime. Maybe that that won't be a thing, but that is the direction it's going. And, And I imagine there will be a setting on Facebook that says, do you want your model? Do you want your avatar memorialized? Do you want people to be able to sit in a dark room with you and look at your face and have you talk to them? Would you like that? (laughs) Perhaps it's a premium service. Maybe you have to pay for it. I don't know. But do you want that? I do. I sure do. That's what I want for my loved ones is uh, this illusion of my life, okay? And he couldn't wait around for it. Okay, Gabriel couldn't wait that long. And so instead, what he did, okay, is he pre-recorded many, many, many episodes of his podcast which will be automatically uploaded on a set schedule for quite some time okay for quite some time up to when it's estimated he would have died from some other cause natural or otherwise so stick around there's still more
Good luck and good night.
Thank you. 
doesn't sing though. He doesn't sing. Why are you fingering your dog?
get in, you're not even uh, 21. I don't go in anywhere anyway, but I just need my... I figure if you, if you do, you should be might as well come up and come up. You get a favor. I think, I, I think like most of the jazz clubs, I mean, not that you like jazz, but if you did,
Thank you. 